Praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a good hand and clap of praise. Hallelujah. God really been good to you. Let's give him a good wave offering this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is so good to be in Bendale, Mississippi. Amen. Feel what we're feeling this morning. Don't you know there's thousands wanting to feel what we feel today? Amen. What a privilege to come into the house in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Aren't you glad you're apostolic? Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad the arm of the Lord has been revealed to you? Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad that God sent a preacher your way to stand between you and eternity? Give your pastor and his wife a good hand clap this morning. Come on. Come on. Aren't you thankful for your preacher? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so honored to be a part of these anniversary services, and I appreciate the invitation to come. And I don't know of anywhere that I would rather be than right here in this uh, wonderful assembly of God's children this morning. People that love the Lord. I had a preacher ask me this morning. He'd called. He said, I've, I've never been to church. I said, well, you need to pass through on your way to heaven. I said, you need to make your way by Bendale. Amen. I said, uh, don't be cheated out of the better things in life. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't, <laughs> I don't believe in going to heaven or hell in a bind. Amen. I'm going to enjoy my way to heaven. And if I was a sinner today, I'm telling you, I ain't going to hell no bind. Praise God. Amen. They'll say it either be a pig or a puppy. Hallelujah. Don't, don't try to be both of them at the same time. Amen. Boy, I feel churchy this morning. No telling where we're going to this morning. Woo! I congratulate Brother and Sister Moore. It's 11 years. 11 years of um, tremendous uh, sacrifice. And I appreciate the leadership that this church has today. And I'll just be honest with you, you wouldn't have what you have here. Great churches come by great leadership. Amen. Say amen. Amen. And there's, uh, I'll, I'll say it, probably even preach it, but uh, there's no such thing as holiness churches, it's holiness preachers that keep it that way. Amen. So I thank God today for a man of God that has stood in the gap and made up the hedge. And what is a preacher without people? Amen. I thank God for the people today of Bendale. Amen. That have fell in love with this word of God. Amen. And the worship and the praise and the singing and the dancing and the aisle running. Don't ever let it stop. Amen. Don't ever let it stop. Praise God. It's our landmarks today. Amen. Amen. So good to be here. And uh, if, if my tie or socks don't match this week, don't blame my wife. She ain't got nothing to do with it. She's in Arkansas with my baby girl. And uh, so I'm dressing myself, Sister Moore. Don't you say a word, okay? All right. 
<laughs> if it don't match, I'll take it off, okay? Praise the Lord. But we, we've come to have a good time in the Lord. And I feel, I told Brother Moore, I feel such a sweet presence of the Holy Ghost in the house today. And I appreciate all the Sunday school teachers this morning. I know that this is a dedicated church. And I have, uh, I've, I've walked from Sunday school room to Sunday school room. And you can tell when you've got teachers that's uh, got a burden to teach. And I, I appreciate that. I also appreciate you staying in this morning to receive the Word of God. But it's uh, quite an honor and a privilege to come. And, and we do just count it an honor to be among God's people. And I do really feel like the Lord spoke to my heart today. And I just want to obey the Lord. Invite somebody out to the, to the church. Invite somebody out. And let's just see what God can do. In the midst of these anniversary services, God's also able to pour out uh, Holy Ghost revival. Amen. Fill people with the Holy Ghost. We've been seeing it everywhere that we go. People still getting the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about according to the Bible way. Amen. And God's still real. Can you say amen? If you'd like to turn in the Word of God, and I appreciate all the singers and um, with the burden that they sing. And, uh, I appreciate that. I like that zeal. Brother, I appreciate that. I can't stand to see somebody do something if their heart's not in it. <laughs> I'd rather it go undone than somebody do it half-heartedly. So I, I do appreciate the, the ministry of our singers today. And, and you can feel it. You can feel the anointing. And that's, uh, I'd rather be anointed than I had blessed. You may not understand that statement, but one day, if you live long enough, you will. I know a lot of people that's blessed, amen, but they're, they're not saved. Uh, you can go to hell and be blessed, but you're not hardly going to go to hell under the anointing. Amen. If you'll just get that anointing on your life. It don't matter if you live in a pup tent on the side of the road, if you'll get that anointing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. In the book of Judges, let's go to the sixth chapter, beginning at the first verse. I mean, he's going to kind of just lay aside some things for the next four or five services, and, uh, and let's have church around here. Let's make it a special time for Bendale. Amen. And I'm just, I'm just so excited about being here, and we just come out of Texas, out of Houston, and Man, I said, that is a wonderful place to be from. If you've never been from there, that's a good place to be from. I am so thankful to be in Bendale, where you can step out the church door without a bus hitting you. I'm telling you, I, you can hear the crickets and the frogs and the hoo-owls instead of gunshots all night long. Amen. You don't know how blessed that you are. Sixth chapter of Judges, first verse. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them. I want you to notice who delivered them. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. 
And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel, and because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was, when Israel had sown and the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth, till thou come unto Gaza, and left no substance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass. For they came up with their cattle and their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for multitude, for both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried. Everybody say they cried. They cried unto the Lord. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried, everybody say cried, they cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites that the Lord sent a prophet. Everybody say the Lord sent a preacher. That the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppressed you and drave them out from before you and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. Hallelujah. Going to verse 25. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, this is unto Gideon, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, throw down the altar of Baal that thy father hath, and cut down the grove that is by it, and build an altar. Everybody say, build an altar. And build an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the top of this rock in the ordered place. Pay attention to that. It was an ordered place of the Lord for the altar. And take the second bullock and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the grove, which thou shalt cut down. If I could get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer, Brother Moore, would you ask God's anointing on the remainder of this service? Lord, we ask you to move in this place this morning with the power of your love, your spirit, that reaches into the hearts and the lives of people that brings us out of bondage into that place of liberty in your spirit. As you anoint Brother McKean this morning as an earthen vessel of yours with a heavenly presence and anointing, open his mind, his heart, his spirit, Lord, to bring unto us the message that we need to hear in this hour. It would find its mark in every heart, soul, and life in this place because we know that you love us and care about us. Your power would fall in this place, liberate and deliver thy perfect divine will being performed in every heart in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give the Lord a real good hand clap of praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Great is the Lord, greatly to be praised in the mountains of His holiness. This is the mountains of the holiness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Woo. Praise God. Amen. Before you're seated, turn to your neighbor and ask them, what are you using for a landmark? <laughs> 
What are you using for a landmark? You may be seated. Hallelujah. When I first felt my calling to preach, I may have told it before, I went and talked to a, an elderly minister, and I said, I don't know one thing about it. He said, well, that's a big advantage, son. He said, because if you thought you did know something about it, he said, you're going to be in big trouble. He said, but I'm going to tell you what. He said, you need to tell them what you're going to tell them. Then you tell them. Then you tell them what you told them. <laughs> tell them what you're going to tell them. What are you using for a landmark? Then tell them. And then tell them what you just told. Amen. What are we using for a landmark? I want to preach to us for a few minutes this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. It was a very trying time for the children of Israel. Amen. They had come out of bondage. Uh, God had brought them out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand. He brought them out of the land of Egypt with victory. Amen. With triumph. Amen. They crossed the, uh, when they crossed the Red Sea, you would think they would never, ever turn their back on God again. Amen. When God rolled back the Red Sea for them, when they saw the, the pillar of fire, when they saw the cloud that followed them, when they saw that rock that followed them in the wilderness, brother, you would think that there would never be another time that the children of Israel would doubt the Lord. Amen. But I have come to preach to us this morning in this house. I say us. I'm preaching to McCain just like I am to Bendale. Amen. This Holy Ghost is not a destination in life. No more than, than the rolling back of the Red Sea was a destination for the children of Israel. Amen. It was a moment in time. Amen. That they, it was, should have been a landmark for them. It should have been something that uh, was established in their mind that God was real and God was not going to change. And it's already been said this morning. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Amen. But somewhere on this road of life, there's going to be some curves. Uh, and somewhere on this road in life, there's going to be some forks in the road uh, and somewhere there's going to be some crossroads. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're not praying right, if you hadn't got your heart right with God, uh, if you hadn't got your hand in the hand of the man of God, uh, amen. Somewhere, if you're not careful, you'll take the wrong turn. Uh, amen. Just like Israel did. Uh, amen. We find a place that Israel began to rebel against God. Uh, amen. I, I don't really understand how they could at this 
point. Amen. God had fed them with a manna. Amen. God had rolled back the sea. And now we find that, that God had sustained them through the wilderness. And God had rolled back the Jordan. And there they are. They're in the promised land, brother. Amen. The, the walls of Jericho have already come down. Amen. God has already given them victory. And now we find that somewhere because of uh, some circumstance, uh, amen, they are rebelling against the voice of God. I've come to preach to the church this morning. It might be the year 2006, uh, and we're seeing a lot of changes in the land. It's not time for the church of the living God to change. Amen. It's time for the church of the living God to stand up uh, and be counted in that number. It's time for the church of the living God. Amen. To establish some landmarks. Amen. For the next generation. Brother Ford, it's time to the church of the living God. Amen. To identify who we are and what we are. Amen. And where we're going. Oh, you're not hearing me this morning. What are you using for a landmark? Hallelujah. Oh, you would easily think that after the first year, amen, that God had took his hand off of them. You would think after the first year they would realize, amen, there's something wrong in the camp. Amen, you'd think they'd realize the blessings of God is not in our life. Oh, I'm preaching to a church this morning that's victorious. Can I tell you I want it to stay that way? I said I want it to stay that way. Hallelujah. Have you ever seen family? Have you ever pastored somebody? Amen. That they lost that anointing and they just kept going in the same direction. And they said, Well, sooner or later it'll level off. I got news for you, backslider. There is no leveling off. Amen. It's downhill all the way. Amen. You better get you some landmarks. How important are the landmarks today? Amen. If you're gonna if you're gonna own a piece of property, amen, there's gotta be some defense landmarks. Amen. When they build a highway. Amen. When they make state lines. There is some landmarks that identify exactly where they're at. Amen. If you're going to build something today, you got to go by the blueprint. Amen. You got to go by the foundation plan. Amen. This church. I said this church is built on a solid rock. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to establish the landmarks. Amen. There's some absolutes in living for God. There's some things that's not going to change. There's still one Lord. There's still one faith. There's still one baptism. It's still an Acts 2.38 message. It's still a heaven or hell issue. Hallelujah. Run, devil, run. We're going to have a little church in Bendale. Oh, I feel victory in the house this morning. Hallelujah. I said I feel victory in the house this morning. What are we using for landmarks? Amen. Amen. When I first come into the church, oh, there was nothing thrill me anymore than to hear those old timers. And brother, they'd get up to testify, and everybody that testified, they preached. 
Hallelujah. Amen. They'd get up and they'd preach. But brother, they was telling you about miracles that took place in their life. Amen. They was telling you how God delivered them. Amen. Out of the pits of sin. Can I tell you something that was landmarks that I still look at today? Amen. Because now, amen, I look at the young children around me and I realize I'm the old timer in the house and they still need to hear about the landmarks. They still need to know that God delivers off of alcohol and God delivers the drug addict and God delivers the whoremonger and God delivers the sinner. I don't care what the sin is today. Amen. God still loves the sinner. Amen. It's time for revival. But there's got to be some landmarks in the house. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Stay with me this morning. Don't let me lose you yet. Hallelujah. We find that the children of Israel, seven years, uh, seven years passed by. And they thought, surely it'll get better after a while. And seven years went by. And there was somebody, I don't know who it was, but there was somebody finally began to cry out to the Lord. I'm telling you, God looked out over the balconies of heaven and said, Israel, how far will you go in sin before you call on my name? I'm asking you this morning, is God calling your name? Is God looking out over the balcony of heaven and saying, sir, how long are you going to run? Ma'am, how long are you going to run before you realize you got to have God in your life? Before you realize you got to have the blood of Jesus Christ applied to your life? It's a landmark. It's not, a, it's not something that's added on. I said it's not a luxury. It's a necessity today. I said it is a necessity this morning. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's a landmark. Hallelujah. 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 It's a landmark. It's something we can look to. I'm a woodsman. I... I spent the first night in the woods. Uh, they called it lost. I just said I wasn't lost. I said I knew where I was at. I just didn't know how to get out. Hallelujah. I was eight years old. They hunted for me. <laughs> scared them. I wasn't scared. I just called up the side of an old beech tree and went to sleep. But I'm telling you something. When it broke daylight, my daddy had taught me where the landmarks were. Hallelujah. My daddy taught me what side the tree the moss grows on. Hallelujah. Amen. There were some landmarks there that had been established. Brother, as soon as it broke daylight, I got up from where I was at and I began to walk and made my way straight out of that swamp. Can I tell you something? You're raising up a generation that better know where there's some landmarks. Amen. They better know when they get in trouble, they can still run to an altar. Amen. Where the power of God is still genuine. They can come to a church on a Sunday morning that still runs the aisles, that still dances in the Holy Ghost, that still speaks in tongues. That still backs the man of God. They got to have some landmarks somewhere. Hallelujah. 
You say, well, my kid, I'm telling you, your kids is just like my kids. Amen. There's going to be some valleys they're going to walk through. There's going to be some dry places they're going to walk through. Amen. Hell's going to call their name with all the force that it's got. Oh, no, our biggest enemy today, it's not Al-Qaeda. Amen. Our biggest enemy today, it's, it's not the terrorists. Our biggest enemy this morning is a charming world that is trying to lure the church, that is trying to lure the young people. We better establish some landmarks. We better draw some lines in the sand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now we find, you can be seated, we find that after seven years, after seven years of trouble, amen, first, brother, it was first one that came, it was just one enemy that came, hallelujah, amen, the first time it was just, it was just one enemy that came, and then it said the Amalekites came, amen, and, and, and others from the east came with them. I'm telling you this morning, if you play with one devil, you can get ready, there's going to be a bunch more show up. Amen. You better put some landmarks in your life. I'm not going to play church. I'm not going to play truth. I'm going to fall in love with this apostolic doctrine. I'm going to be apostolic. Amen. From the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. I'm going to be apostolic at church. I'm going to be apostolic at school. I'm going to be apostolic at Walmart. Will you not hear me? I'm going to be apostolic on vacation. I'm going to put some landmarks in my life. Hallelujah. Going to establish some landmarks. Seven years and now they begin to cry. And God had waited for them all this time. I'm telling you, God is long suffering with you. Amen. It's the mercies of God that are renewed each morning. Amen. It's the mercies of God. Amen. That come our way today that you're here, that I'm here this morning. Amen. Can I tell you, I know who, it's not a question mark in my mind who the most dangerous man in this room is. Amen. There's no doubt in my mind this morning. Amen. Who the most dangerous man in this room is. No, it's not that sinner man. It's that old McCain that's still down the inside of me. Amen. It's that old McCain that is an opportunist today. Amen. That would like to rise up. Amen. Can I tell you something, brother? I got to put some landmarks there. I got to let him know what's off boundary. I got to let him know where the lines are. I got to, whoa. Amen. That old McCain. It's got to know this is off limits. How I many is going to help me preach for a few minutes this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We have come and lived to see an hour, brother. Amen. That uh, there's some forks in the road. Amen. I said, Brother Ford, there's some forks in the road. Amen. This preacher can't watch over you 24-7. Amen. He can't tell you. Uh, amen. Uh, oh, I may as well just preach it. I don't know how to tiptoe around nothing. Amen. Can I tell you something? We preached against television. Amen. Hell hot. Amen. Heaven blue. Amen. 
Amen. We preached it with all of our might. Amen. We did everything we could to get it out of the house of the Lord. And brother, when we kind of pushed it back, amen, I want you to know that old twin sister video, it tried to come in. It tried to push its way right on into the ranks. And we preached it. I know it's going to get quiet. Amen. But we preached it. And we preached it. And we preached it. And when we got it pushed back just a little bit, amen, old DVD showed up. Amen. And we preached it. And we preached it. And we preached it. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? Amen. The same old prostitute with a different dress on. It showed up again. That old internet. I said that old internet. I'm going to preach it as long as I got a breath in me. I'm going to establish some landmarks. Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. I want you to know something. You brought it out this morning. Chat rooms ain't nothing new. The first one was in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Come on now. Hallelujah. First one was in the Garden of Eden. Amen. God wasn't the only one come walking and talking in the cool of the day. Hallelujah. Amen. But there was, a, there was an old serpent. Amen. He said, listen, you got time to talk? Let's chat a little bit. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. We better put some landmarks. I said, we better draw some landmarks. I don't care what the rest, you said, well, the rest, I don't care what the rest of the world is doing. Amen. This is the bride of Christ this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the church of the almighty living God this morning. Amen. All you got to do is lift your hands and feel that Shekinah glory come down. Amen. Can I tell you why you feel it? Somebody drew some landmarks. Amen. Somebody established some landmarks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. You can be seated this morning. And the children of Israel began to cry out unto the Lord. I heard this brother say this morning, some 20 years ago, 20-something years ago, somebody in this community began to cry out, God bring deliverance to Bendale. God bring deliverance to these people at Bendale. Can I tell you the first thing? Amen. They had to cry out to the Lord. Amen. They had to cry out to the Lord. Lord. Can I tell you the second thing? Amen. Immediately when they begin to cry out, God sent a preacher. Amen. God sent a prophet to them. And when the children of Israel begin to cry out here, the very first thing God did, he sent a preacher. And the very first thing that preacher did, he didn't tell them you're alright like you are. He didn't tell them choose the church of your choice. He didn't tell them just come like you are and leave like you are. I'm telling you that preacher name their sin. That preacher drew some landmarks for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, God said, I'm the one brought you out of the land of Egypt. I'm the one delivered you out of the hand of the taskmasters. 
I'm the one rolled back the Red Sea for you. I'm the one that carried you through the wilderness. I'm that rock that followed you in the wilderness. I'm the one that rolled back the Jordan River. I'm the one that said, fear not the gods of the Amorites and the Amalekites. And he said, I gave you their land and I drove them out from before you. Can I tell you something while you're enjoying the blessings of God? There is somebody drove out the Amalekites. There is somebody drove out the Havites. There's somebody has took the land. It's not a time to compromise. It's a time to establish these old landmarks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Got your Bible? Get a mic for me, if you will. Amen. Or give him that mic. Praise God. Go to Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16, I think it is. Hallelujah. Landmarks. When that preacher began to name their sin, amen, the next thing they did, they repented. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Repentance. Everybody say repentance. I'm telling you something. We need a good old-fashioned revival of repentance. Amen. There's still power in repentance. I said there's still power in repentance. Hallelujah. Amen. That needs to be a landmark in the house of the Lord. I've read in some of our Pentecostal magazines in the last few months. I try to keep up with just about everything that's going on. And brother, they've talked about some of the revivals that took place. And no longer will you see anything in there about anybody receiving the Holy Ghost. Amen. They'll say, well, this many received Christ into their life. I want you to know it's it's more than shaking a preacher's hand this morning. Amen. It's more than just saying, hey, I think that's the right thing to do. I'm telling you, you've got to get down to you an altar somewhere. And after you have repented of your sins, amen, repentance is not sorry that you got caught. It's sorry that you did it. Hallelujah. There's got to be some landmarks in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Repent. First thing in our message, repent. Then Peter said unto them, repent. Hallelujah. Before we go any further, amen, before we bled, blood, sweat, and tears and pray for them four or five hours in the altar, they got to repent. Hallelujah. Be sure they know the landmark is there. They got to repent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was preaching Sunday, no, Wednesday. Days run together. I was preaching. Man had come up to the altar. He was still up there whenever church was over. He was still praying and crying. The pastor said, you think I need to stop him? I said, no, this is the first time he's really repented. He said, well, he's got the Holy Ghost. I said, he really needs to repent. I want you to know the altar was put in the church for the saint. Nowhere in the word of God do you find that it was for the sinner. It was for the child of God. 
Amen. We got to learn how to repent if we're going to live for God. You say, well, brother, I'm living without, I'm telling you something. Amen. If you don't find out on the inside of your heart, amen, to find you a place to repent daily, amen, you're somewhere, you're going to come to the forks of the road, and you're going to end up believing a lie and be damned. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you'll believe the things that you're doing, and you're getting by with it. Hallelujah. And you can still run the aisle. You can still shout. You can still dance. I'm telling you, you better seek out the old paths this morning morning hallelujah there better be some landmarks there amen there ought to be something on the inside of us that whenever we do something wrong or we think a wrong thought i'm telling you all flesh is as grass can you hear me this morning it didn't say preacher going to deal you some trouble you gotta you gotta learn how to repent because if you don't feel like you got an avenue of repentance it won't be long you'll sit there on that pew and you won't lift your hands anymore condemnation will take over you in the book of jeremiah the sixth chapter verse 16 i think it is thus saith the lord thus saith the lord don't you just love it when god says it amen Ooh, I love that. I like, all, I like everything in there that they said, but whenever it says, thus saith the Lord, brother, I got an ear to hear. Hallelujah. Read. Stand ye in the ways. Stand ye in the ways. And see. And see. And ask for the old paths. And ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? Where is the good way? Can I tell you something before he goes any further? We don't need to put this gospel on a new cart this morning. Amen. It come in with shouting and aisle running and dancing and tongue talking and Holy Ghost and fire. Brother, we can't run it in the smoke. Can you hear me? Amen. We can't run it being sophisticated. I'm telling you there ain't but one way to have church. That's have it in the power of the Holy Ghost. In the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Let it be a landmark to us today. Ask for the old paths. Seek ye the old ways. Hallelujah. What's wrong with being right? I'll just ask that this morning. I said, what's wrong with being right? What's wrong with these good men dressing like men, walking like men, talking like men? What's wrong with these good ladies looking like ladies, dressing like ladies? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's wrong with being right? Read that again. Start all over. Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Stand ye in the way. Stand ye in the way. Can I tell you something? When you get at the forks of the road of life, and every man, woman, boy, and girl on the sound of my voice, sooner or later you're going to get there. Amen. Sooner or later you're going to have to make a decision. Amen. This preacher's not going to be looking over your shoulder. You're going to be all by yourself. And what you listen to on that radio, amen, it's going to be your choice. Amen. What you do on that, what you do on that computer, it's going to be your choice. Amen. I'm telling somebody, it's going to take the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It's going to have to be something on the inside. Let me clear up something here. I didn't fall off the turnip truck on the way over here. 
I realize in business world today, or if you run a business of your own, internet is here to stay. It's a viable part of business. But I will also say there is nothing any more dangerous to have in your private possession. Amen. Or in your home, in the confines of your home. Amen. It's Pandora's box. Amen. If you ever open, I, I, I heard this week, I heard on the, I didn't see it on the radio, okay? I heard it on the radio. Hallelujah. That there were 4.1 million pornographic websites on the internet and 25,000 brand new ones monthly. You say, I can handle it. Sure you can. Eve thought she could handle it. Adam thought he could handle it. Hallelujah. You can't handle it. Somebody better seek out the old paths. Somebody better establish some good solid landmarks. Hallelujah. Amen. When your neighbor tries to move the fence on you, you say, oh, nobody. Amen. You see this old corner stop? Amen. It was put there years ago. I know where it's at. Amen. When some preacher comes through here, amen, if, if you live long enough and God tears long enough, amen, and this man's caught up and God takes him home, amen, you better make sure whoever fills this pulpit, amen, it's got the same spirit. Hallelujah. You better make sure they still holding fast to the old landmarks. You better make sure they still believe that it's a holiness or hell issue. Amen. That it's right or it's wrong. Amen. It's heaven or it's hell. Hallelujah. It's still an Acts 238 message. You can't get away from it, church. I said you can't get away from it. It's still our landmark today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you ever lose that, that vibrant worship praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister, don't you ever quit getting out in that aisle and shouting. It don't matter if you get a hundred years old, you get a hold of, of the end of that pew and you still do something for God. Hallelujah. Amen. It don't matter. You say, what do they think about it? It don't matter what they think about it. It don't matter what they think about it. It's your landmark. Read for me. You may be seated. Anybody bring any bag lunches? Better, better go get a kid's meal. Hallelujah. Read for me. And see. And see. And ask for the old. I'm path. telling you, you better see. Hallelujah. Amen. You better see that there's some changes trying to encroach on the boundaries of our church. Hallelujah. Our standards, everybody say standards. And I'm not preaching standards. I'm going to leave that to this good man of God. This God just really bumps me a little bit. But I want you to know something. Our standards ain't going to keep you from going out and cheating. Our standards ain't going to keep you from unpinning them splits and slits. And it ain't going to keep you from doing that. Amen. We preach these standards to keep that world out of this church. Hallelujah. There's got to be a place of safety for your family to come. 
There's got to be a place of refuge for your children to come to. There's got to be some landmarks that whatever they do decide they're going to live for God. They'll say, I know what my daddy believed all these years and he ain't changed it one bit. Amen. I know what my grandma and my grandpa did and it got them to the other side. I'm going to walk in the old path. I'm going to seek out those old landmarks. I'm not looking for a new cart. I'm not looking for a new gospel. I'm not looking for another way. There's one Lord, one faith one baptism hallelujah 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 go to 2nd Timothy 4th chapter 7th verse just hold it for me they begin to cry out unto the Lord there was a man by the name of Gideon threshing wheat down, he was hiding. He was hiding behind the, the wine press. He was hiding. Can I tell you something? It's time for the church of the living God to come out of hiding. Amen. All we hear now is about them queers coming out of the closet. And I'm telling you something. It's time for the church of the living God to stand up. Hallelujah. It's time for the church of the living God. Amen. To realize, hey, this thing's fixing to wind up. I'm not ashamed to be apostolic. I'm not ashamed to be a member of Bendale. I'm not ashamed to have Brother Moore for my pastor. I want you to know who I am. I want you to know I'm apostolic. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I ran into a man yesterday and I said, hey, I said, do you know... I just began to witness to him. I said, do you know about Jesus? He said, don't go there. I said, have you ever heard of hell? I said, don't go there. Amen. I want you to know something. Amen. There's a hell to shun. There's a heaven to gain. There better be somebody that's not ashamed. Amen. To tell somebody you're apostolic. Where you at, Gideon? Thou mighty man of valor. I'm hiding behind the wine press. I'm asking you this morning, when's the last time you knocked on somebody's door? Amen. And said, hey, amen. Do you realize that God is coming soon? Have you been baptized in Jesus' name? The only name according to this King James Bible, amen, that you can be baptized and saved by. Hallelujah. If we're not careful, Sister Moore, we'll lose our own landmarks. If you ever lose your landmarks, you're going to get lost on life's journey. I don't care how far along on the journey you are. If you ever lose your landmarks, you're going to get lost on life's journey. Hallelujah. Ain't going to be like the little boy coming out of the swamp either. Amen. You get lost in this life. We're too close to the end to get out, to get lost. Hallelujah. There's going to be some forks in the roads. He said, stand ye still. Hallelujah. Amen. You make sure you hear the voice of God. And these decisions that you're going to make. Young ladies, you're at the forks of the road now whether you know it or not. Amen. Most of y'all will be married within four years if God don't come back. You ought to send somebody blind by this way. Don't worry about it now. 
I'm just picking. You hit a forks of the road. Y'all forgive me. I got to pick them. I'll get on these others in a minute. Going to be at a forks of the road. You better make sure. You ask some of these that's coming to church by theirself. You better make sure that he's got it in his heart to live for God. You better make sure that he's got it in his heart because you're going to have children born in that home. Amen. And you want them raised up in truth. Hallelujah. Good, good preaching, brother. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And these young men, when you get to looking at one, ask your preacher, can I go peek in the prayer room for just a minute? Will it be all right? Uh, amen. If I just go and just peek my head in the prayer room uh, and I want to see the one that's over there crying out to the Lord, I want to see that when it's rolling on the floor and running the aisles. Can I tell you something? He ain't ashamed. He's got some landmarks. Uh, he's got some landmarks put up. Uh, it don't matter if his nose is around on the side of his face. Uh, it's what's in his heart. It's what's on the inside of him. Amen. He better have some landmarks. We got to have some landmarks. Hallelujah. It's not a time. Not a time. It's not a time. Amen. To waver in what we have believed. Hallelujah. It's not a time to let peer pressure put things on us. And put things in our churches and in our hearts. It's time for us to stand with some landmarks. We've stood for it. We're going to keep standing for it. We've stood against it. We're going to keep standing against it. Hallelujah. Read that in 2 Timothy. Just hold it there. I'm going to preach for you. Gideon, thou mighty man of valor. He looked around. He said, undoubtedly he's not talking. I'm telling somebody in here this morning, mighty man or mighty woman of valor, it's time for you to stand up. You're the key to revival in this church. And you have sat on a pew. Amen. You've sat at the forks of the road long enough. Amen. You need to make up your mind. I'm in this to stay. I didn't get in to get out. There might be times that I'm up and there might be times that I'm down. And that's all right. That's life. That's right. But young men, there's never a time just to be in and out. And in and out. And in and out. You need to get you some landmarks. And you say, this is as far as I'm going. That's, that's the boundary line right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gideon made every excuse. He said, you don't understand. He said... Who are, you, who are you talking? You don't understand who you're talking to. He said, my father is the, my father's tribe is the poorest tribe in Israel. And we live in the last house on the street. We live in the last house on poor street. We're the poorest sponsor and we live in the last house. And you expect me to do something for God? God didn't call you for your ability. God called you for your availability. If a man will make himself available to God, amen, God will take care of the landmarks. Hallelujah. 
God will take care of the equipment. Just use what you got. Praise God. Use what you got. He said, it ain't that hard, Gideon. He said, you just got to build yourself an altar. Hallelujah. I've come to preach to somebody this morning. It's not hard to get some landmarks if you've built yourself an altar. Hallelujah. But if you don't build you an altar and pray, I'm telling you, you'll look today and the landmark will be over there. and Tomorrow you'll think it's over here somewhere. Hallelujah. Better learn how to pray and follow after a preacher. How can they hear without a preacher? How can they preach except they be son of God? Go to the book of 2 Timothy, that fourth chapter and seventh verse. Greatly preached on verse. Hallelujah. There was something different spoke to my heart this morning. This is Paul. Read. I have fought a good fight. I have fought a good fight. Somebody was talking about it this morning. We got to fight that good fight. If you, my daddy told me something a long time ago. He said, boy, he said, if a man ain't born with some grit on the inside of him, he said, there ain't no way you can put it there. He said, them bulldogs don't, if they're not born with grit, there ain't no way you can put it in them. And when you pray through to the Holy Ghost in this altar, if God give you some fights, you better thank God every day that God puts some grit on the inside of you. Hallelujah. You better thank God that he puts something on the inside of you that says, hey, hey, this is one of our landmarks. You ain't going to move it. Amen. They ain't all the devils in hell is not going to move it. Hallelujah. Amen. It's been that way all this. This is our landmark. Paul said, I fought a good fight. I have finished my course. Everybody in here, the son of the sound of my voice, if you're hearing me, you hadn't finished your course yet. Now, if you're here and you're not hearing me and you're dead, you're excused. Your course is run. But I'm telling you, we still got to finish the course. And the most dangerous time is yet to come. Sister Ford, I don't know how long you and Brother Ford have lived for God. How long? 40 years, the most dangerous time is yet to come. There's going to be people try to move the landmarks on you. Amen. When our, when our eyes get dim, don't let our heart get dim. Amen. Let there be something on the inside of us. Amen. If we got to stand against family, if we got to stand against, oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't care who it's against. If we got to stand to make sure that our landmarks are established. Read. This is where I'm going. I have kept the faith. I have kept the faith. Hold it right there. Brother, all that other didn't mean anything to me until I read the last part. You can fight all you want to, but at the end of the journey, if you have not kept the faith, it's not going to accomplish you one thing in life. All the toil, all the fight, all the scars, amen, all the shipwreck that Paul had, the stripes that was on his back, the imprisonment that he had, the ridicule that he had, all of that would have meant nothing, amen, but he could stand at the end and say, I have 
kept the faith. I still believe there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. I still believe it's repent, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise. It's unto you and to your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Hallelujah. Let me preach to us for just a few minutes here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to roll back the curtain on bad memories. Amen. But some of you in here have lost loved ones. But through it all, you kept the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. There's going to be times there's going to be trouble in the house. Amen. But keep the faith. There's going to be times that somebody wants to move the landmarks. I'm telling you, shore up the, shore up the bulwarks of Zion and keep the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. When trouble comes your way and hell encamps around your doorsteps, let it be known. I kept the faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When pressure come and it was my kids, I didn't move the landmark. When pressure come and higher up than me and higher up than, than you, amen, said move the landmark. I didn't move the landmark. I kept the faith. Hallelujah. Tenth verse. Demas had forsaken me. Come to the music, sis. I'm going to give him a little hope. Demas, Demas hath forsaken me. Having loved this present world. Having loved this present world. Brother, he was not taken in a time of war. He was not taken. He was not taken by terrorists. He was taken, having loved this present world. Hallelujah. Having loved this present world. Hallelujah. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. What does it say? For the love. the love of the world and went to God. He that loveth. I'm telling you it's not a time to move your landmarks. It's not a time to fall in love with this present world. Amen. But whenever we press that dying pillow, we better be able to look up and say, there might have been times that I didn't fight like I should have. They may have been times that my course wavered just a little, but through all of it, I have kept the faith. We better make sure at the end of life's journey, we've still got this message. Go to that 13th verse, same chapter. This, this is one of the most important verses to me in the entire Word of God. Read for me. The cloak that I left at Troas. The cloak that I left at Troas. This is Paul speaking. Read. When thou comest, when thou comest, bring with thee. He was telling him. He said, "You know that that coat? I could use it." He said, "It's cold in this old prison. It's 
cold. I need it. He said, it would be of great comfort to me. Bring it with you. Read. And the books? And the books. Can I tell you what books he was talking about? He was talking about them books of the Old Testament. Amen. The books of Moses and the prophets. He said, bring them with you. Read. But especially. But what? But especially. Especially. The parchments. The parchments. Can I tell you what the parchments was? It was this New Testament plan of salvation. Amen. New Testament wasn't written until like 60 years after Paul had died. He said, you make sure when you come, you bring the message with you. All this other stuff, I, I want it. He said, but you especially make sure that you bring the message with you. If I hear a cry, if I can hear the voice of God this morning, I can hear a ring coming out from the portals of glory saying, when you get there, you better make sure you got the message. You better make sure those landmarks hadn't changed somewhere. Better make sure your values in life, amen, are established by those landmarks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Especially the parchments. Think about a battle going on. Joab, David sitting at home. And a runner comes. And if I got it right, I believe the first runner was a Hemias. And he had told Joab, he said, let me run. He said, why do you want to run? You don't have the message. He said, let me run anyway. I'm telling there's a lot of them today. Don't you worry about how they are growing and how they're in number and how they look like they are got the blessings on them. You better thank God today that you're in a church that still got the message. Amen. Better thank God you're in a church that still some landmarks. Hallelujah. He said, what do you want to run for? You don't have the message, he asked. He said, but let me run anyway. That watchman on the wall, he looked and told David, he said, I see a runner coming. He said, who is it? He said, looks like the running of a Hemias. He said, I'm sure he'll have something good to say. I'm telling you this morning, you can go out to their churches. Amen. And they'll have something good to say. But you better make sure they still hold of those old landmarks. Amen. You better make sure that they still preach sin out of the camp. Better make sure that they still got some boundaries. These old landmarks seek you out the old paths. I didn't let you finish that for a purpose, but it said, we will not hear. Hallelujah. But I'm preaching to some this morning. You're going to hear it. Amen. Maybe everybody won't, but there'll be some here. That's right. And then all of a sudden, here come another runner in the distance behind him, and a hemias comes through the gates, and David says, what did you see? He said, all I can tell you, I just saw a big tumult. I don't know what was going on. When you stand before the king, you better not stand there empty-handed. He told me, he said, turn aside. He just said, here comes another runner. He said, it's Cushai. And whenever Cushai got there, he had the message. When we stand in the presence of the king, we better make sure we got the message. We better make sure that somewhere at the forks of the road, that we didn't take the wrong turn. Hallelujah.
in closing, I had a dream a few years ago. And I'm just going to tell it like I, I dreamed it. I'm an archer. I love to shoot the bow. I love to watch the flight of that arrow. There's just something on the inside of me. I love it. And for years, probably 22 years, I kept a bow and arrow hanging up on the, on the porch. When I walked out of the house in the morning, that bow was right there by my steps. I got that bow, and I had one arrow, and I'd get that arrow. Brother Quinn, I had a target that was about 60 yards down. And I would draw that bow, and I'd shoot that, that one arrow that target every morning every morning I got where I could almost close my eyes because I knew how it felt we better know how it feels when we're on course we better know how it feels when there's something on the inside of you says you don't need to you don't need to do this you better listen to it but in that dream, I'd shot at a landmark. I'd shot it, shot it, shot it, shot that landmark with that bow. And then it was a time that I was away from it. And then the next part of that dream, my pastor's wife came to me, and she was crying, and there was a bunch of the church people was crying, and said, Brother McCain, um, do you think that you can hit that old landmark. And I said, sure I can. She said, well, I want you to know our lives depend on it. I said, well, you can quit crying. I said, I can hit that landmark. And we stepped out there to that old familiar place. And when I looked at it, there was something, Brother Buford, there was something different about it. It didn't look the same. Sister Becky, I had shot it thousands of times. It didn't look the same. And I drew that bow. And they were saying, you only got one shot. And they began to cry. And she was saying, please, don't miss the mark. Don't miss the mark. Don't miss the mark. And when I drew that bow and I opened my eyes, it did not, it didn't feel right. And I said, I've shot this a thousand times. I said, something's just not right. I said, I'm going to shoot it by the feelings that's in my heart. And I drew that bow, and I closed my eyes, and I drew it. And when I turned that arrow loose, I watched the flight of that arrow, and there was a post. There was a post that I had shot. It was like a four-by-four four post. And I saw where that post was standing, and I saw that arrow as it went over the top of that post and went out into a weed patch behind it. And she began to cry. The church folks began to cry. They began to say, you, you missed the mark. I told them, I said, I ain't missed it. I said, I hadn't missed it. They said, yeah, you missed it. I said, I hadn't missed it. I said, I felt it. We began to walk down that way. And when I approached that landmark, I saw fresh dirt around that post. 
I saw there was something on the inside of me begin to just rise up, and I said, I know I had missed it. And I walked through where that arrow had went over and began to park the weeds. And there in that weed patch was that old landmark with that arrow stuck up in it. You better be careful. Somebody will move the landmark on you. You better be careful. Amen. When somebody tries to bring the world closer and closer and closer. Amen. We begin to shout in that old weed patch. I said, here's the old landmark. I said, I told you I didn't miss the mark. It's good to fight the good fight. And it's going to be, every one of us is somewhere we're going to finish the course. But when we get there, we better make sure that we have kept the faith. As this church stands this morning, I'm asking you, what are you using for a landmark? Is it something that your children's going to be able to look at and they're going to be able to go on the journey when you're gone? Is it something that your grandchildren's going to look at and say, my brother, old brother Moore, I remember old brother Moore. That old brother Moore stood and put some landmarks in Bendale Church. And they ain't going to be moved by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Let me invite this church this morning. I want you to ask yourself, what are you using for a landmark? I want to invite you around these altars today. If you're here this morning and you don't know the Lord through the power of the Holy Ghost, I'm here to tell you today that you cannot be saved without it. The Bible said repent, be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and your children, all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. God's fixing to come. God's getting a bride ready. Amen. If you're here today and you hadn't, hadn't been baptized in that lovely name of Jesus, amen. There's no other way. There's no other way. I'd like to invite you to this altar today. Sisters, let it be a landmark. Let these young ladies see you worship and pray. Let them look and say, I, I remember sister so-and-so, how she did it. She prayed her way out of trouble so many times. That's a landmark to me. Amen. Sing.
lighthouse on the hillside and it overlooks life's sea and when I toss it seems out of light a light that I might see and the light that shines